I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm trying to talk. S's and P's come together. Like sex and pussy. Yeah, I like that. Like hard and soft. Ooh, but that's an H. I know. But it still makes sense for this show. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, we already introduced our guest now. Um, well, this episode, you may have already seen the title, is with Hard or Soft Podcasts. And these are two wonderful gentlemen. I'm saying gentlemen with a compliment like here. They're gentlemen. Tahoe underscore TV. Orlando. Is it Roy? R-O-Y-E. I believe um, so. Roy. Who also, uh, Tahoe constantly says he's like the young whore or something like that. Like he's always talking about his dick. It's like perfectly curved up. It happened quite a bit before we even started recording. Yeah. And it was cracking. We were laughing so hard before we hit record. And we're like, why are we recording already? Yeah. And then so it went good. into the show and then they were continuing oh, to we were, crack us. We were talking um, about eating food big during sex. Yes. Or, they were like, do you guys ever eat food during sex? And we're like, like pastrami sandwich. I'm, like, I'm too narrow minded. Maybe when it comes to what I'm doing in I the need bedroom, to focus. Meaning, right? I don't think I could focus on the food unless I was super hungry. It's food or the sex. Yeah, one of the two. And then he told the story about spaghetti eating, and I think we said that on the show. Yeah, spaghetti during. And then sex. ice cream. There's some ice cream talk. Oh yeah. Well, anyways, that's not what the podcast is all about. Yeah, it's actually really wonderful to hear two penis owning male identifying folks, and they are also black men, and they say that they actually at one point Tahoe says, "Let's get the elephant out of the room," um, and so. And I like that he and they both highlighted have names of cities. Yes, they do. Which yeah. I love. Tahoe and Orlando. That's true. Okay. She's like, are you really from Tahoe and Orlando? We didn't say that. But no. No. They're both from the East Coast anyway. Yeah, they're great. We don't know if they were OG from the East Coast. I think, though, that at least Tahoe is from, he talks about from Brooklyn. Yeah. Because he has another podcast. Yeah. So, so shameless. shameless. Yeah. And he has his like, shameless yeah. gear, by the way, which is great because we're like, oh my God, we're on the same page. Uh, and he's, so Tahoe's a little older and uh, Orlando, I guess, is a little younger and you all can figure out what that means because they're like, are we talking? five years or a decade I don't know and they really play into these identities or roles or just things that are part of them and it's really wonderful to hear the questions that they have about sex as well as the vulnerability and the playfulness they're also very shameless about the topics that they cover and I think a lot of what they speak to and we'll talk about that in the bio but it's a lot of hetero identified cis men if you will Uh, but that doesn't mean that if you're not one of those folks it's great to listen to if you're just a human that enjoys the company of or like penis fans you know or like yes. male people who are obs- who are you know, obs- obsessed with men um people who are into dating other male identified folks that they actually address a lot of the topics that you might want to learn about too so the cat's out of the bag with tahoe underscore tv and orlando roy or roy but probably roy 
Roy. <laughs> well, Roy comes from my Israeli background. Oh, that's I remember that. Hebrew. Roy. So we will dive in the podcast shortly. Are you ready for a sex question? Chip. Yes, and I am going in blind nice. because I have not read it. I actually have a blindfold over her eyes as we speak. That would not be possible. All of her other senses are heightened in this moment. You smell like apples. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of apple, though? You smell like Granite hard smell. Fuji apples. Mm. They're not ripe yet. <laughs> it's not good for you. Okay, here we go. So, sex question from a wonderful human. My wife began masturbating when she was young and has been doing it on a daily basis ever since. She is highly orgasmic. She lays flat on her back with legs at ease but straight. She pulls her panties so the fabric pulls up on her vulva. Then she uses a finger on her other hand to rub her clitoris. After about two to two and a half minutes, she comes. This is followed by a very short break to rearrange herself. And in a few moments, she goes right back to it. And the second orgasm arrives in about 20 to 25 seconds. She can keep doing this as long as she likes. And at times, she's masturbated on and off for well over an hour. The pattern is always the same. Do other women masturbate in orgasm like this? I just want to do a sound effect because we don't have a sound effect machine, but... Is that a slow clap? <laughs> it's a hard clap. A hard clap. It's a lit- slow clap. Be like this. Yeah. It's so there that's fucking. I know. Brilliant. I read this. So I was like jealous. Seriously, do other humans, women, masturbate an orgasm like this? No. Do I want well, to? Y- yes. yes. But is it common? Right. I don't know. Is it possible? Yes. The fact that it happens this regularly the same and, time yeah. same way and and then only two two to two and a half minutes and then 20 to 25 seconds and over and over again as much as she wants to that's amazing amazing i had a friend a, a good friend of mine tell me one time that she can never just have one orgasm they always had to come in twos for her interesting like so, this person yes huh. so it wasn't something whether it was toy induced or whether it was uh, induced by the hand or a partner it always had to go in twos or she didn't feel complete huh so it never threes fours fives no, no. just twos for her she said that sometimes she would multiple like have multiple orgasms after the second that yeah. was more rare for her once she had the second it felt really complete for her i'm so curious about that like why or what that's about about the twos instead of threes fours or just one and so at least personally i can say i used to self-pleasure or have sex but mostly in my self-pleasuring game and have one orgasm and i would be fine with that and these days i'm like how about number two how about number three how about number four and for me Number one is usually really good. Number two can be really, really good or just really good. And then number three, four, five, and six usually aren't as good. But it depends on what I'm doing. But I like get this insatiable feeling. And so it's but isn't just like two. It's usually one or two to three, four, five, six, seven. That's awesome. I've had to overcome a lot of shame in my especially my masturbation practices because there was a conditioning within myself. No one really told me that it was wrong. But as I was young, going into my teenage years and then into my 20s, I always felt guilt for masturbating. And so I would shut it off after one. And it took me until my late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s now, late 30s that I've been able to have shame free orgasms whether they're self-induced or with a partner, but where I'm like, oh, I don't, because it's something weird. It's conditioning where my brain shuts yeah. off and it's like, no, you're not supposed to do that, April. And I'm like, I'm not. And then now I'm like, fuck you, little devil child inside. I me do what I want. Yeah. I do what I want. I, I want pleasure. 25. 
<laughs> I'm gonna slap my panties to the side and say, "Yeah, vulva." I it. remember this one woman that I briefly knew. She said she went and she lived in the woods for a while somewhere in Santa Cruz, and she sounds about right. Had this, and she like was very earthy, and she had this bait session one night where she like for hours just with her hand and just pleasuring herself in the woods like i don't know if she's in a tent or like a little cabin in the woods but it was some i think she had some free rent out in the woods and she could just give herself endless orgasms with her hands so and so like with this person they have a specific position everything needs to be just right and i bet for this person in the the partner in this that this that this person's talking about that it's hard for them to masturbate outside of this setup Mm. Um, but the person's not saying they're frustrated with it. They're just like, is this normal or common? I love this question. Me too. I love it's it. So qu- it's so cool. And, I just love it. And the way this woman was describing this this session where she all night had could just have as many orgasms as she wanted just with her hands. She didn't say it was a specific position or she just tapped in. And it was sounds amazing. I also had a client once who could only orgasm from rubbing their legs together, like cross-legged, but kind of gyrating their thighs mm. or rubbing them on each other and um and she learned that as a child and that's the only way she would orgasm now and now she's like a married person and it wasn't really showing up in their sex life so i was like why don't you just try to replicate that in your sex life but then she watched omg yes she's actually the person that taught me about omg yes before they were sponsored for podcasts and it changed her life because she learned all these other things that she could try i will say remember when you and i were in bali together and then you left and I was by myself in yeah. Bali. This was 2010. With Wyon and Wyon 1 and Wyon 2? Yes. Well, this was post me having sex toys, but I didn't bring any to Bali with me. And after you left, I had my own hotel room. I had to retrain my body to learn how to orgasm with just my hand because there was no media of any sort there. I did not have a, a phone that could download any porn or anything. So I had to use my brain and my hand. Yeah. And it took a good... It took a good minute, 30 minutes probably actually. That's it? Before, I don't know if I didn't time it, but it was a long time. It took and, me like five weeks. <laughs> well, it was it was only one night of a session with myself. And then after that, I was like, oh, I can do this again. Were you baiting to me because I was gone and you were missing me? I was not. Don't lie. You're like my sister. That's so incestuous. She's baiting to me. All right. Uh, well, it, well, so uh, one thing I just wanted to say to answer this uh, for this person is um, it is really common for just like April masturbating to her bear or with her on her bear berry yes. when you were five I didn't or six. masturbate to her just on her and it was five or six I, I believe i was six i did the math the other day it was more like humping it was all humping okay. it was a steady hump and so like the <laughs> ways that we start to masturbate when we're younger if we do i didn't and it, that's why i think it's hard for me to get a, a steady masturbation practice as an adult because i didn't really have one when i was younger i just wasn't curious about it i actually didn't have the shame anyways it just kind of hangs out with us and it's normal for that to be something that happens. And the way that your partner masturbates is nothing wrong with that. Um, there's It's normal. Yes, there's other people that do it. Is it super common? Probably not. And it's not abnormal. And if you're happy with it and they're happy with it, but especially if they're happy with it, then right on, keep doing it. And our brain is our largest sex organ. There's other ways to learn to get off. But like April said, oh, well, for her, only 30 minutes for me, five weeks plus to learn a new method. Uh, but it's doable. The last piece I'll add, which is a really quick piece, is that this pattern may or may not change. Yeah. It just depends on the person. And I know that for me, there was a long time where I got off the same way, especially with masturbating. And then that's shifted over the years for me. But that may not shift with this, his 
or their wife it may not so if it doesn't awesome and if it does cool and maybe you can doesn't sound like anyone's unhappy it's just more like what's up is this common or not and i'm probably i imagine this person hasn't had sex with five million people i don't know why i like the number so much um but it's a good question i really like it so thank you for writing in all right you ready for a bio yeah bio time Hard or Soft podcast is hosted by Tahoe and Orlando, two men who candidly speak about their exploration in the world of sex. The goals of these conversations are to offer the typically taboo perspective of men being open with their sexuality while simultaneously providing a safe place for women to understand men more and for men to feel comfortable exploring in this realm without shame. With new episodes every week, the hosts engage in educational and honest conversations with a wide variety of interesting and unique guests. To learn more, listen to Hard or Soft Podcast on your favorite podcast app. All right, everyone. Guess what time it is? Episode time. And we are here with other fellow podcasters, the Hard or Soft podcast. So uh, all I had to do was hear the name. I was like, yes, we want you on our show. Just kidding. That's not the only, uh, that's not all we did to decide if we wanted them they on the show. They could be talking about a lot of things. Yeah, they were it, well, they introduced through our podcast network and the and other people in the network. They could like, be like fuzzies. You know those folks that are in Furries? The, oh, yeah, furries. Sorry, furries. <laughs> <it> fuzzies. <laughs> Oh, are you guys fuzzies? <laughs> I like furries, though. Furries is quite cool. Like, let's yeah. bring furry back. Yeah, let's bring furry back Ooh. and cute little onesies. And but okay, and there's furries listening. They're like, we don't just wear onesies, so sorry, sorry, furries. <laughs> and they're not fuzzies. Ooh, let's bring onesies back. Did they leave? Are they out? For no. men? No. I just don't want to see Orlando in a onesie. Uh, I do. He, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's ready to do it right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't get him yeah. started. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know how they have the flap for the butt? Like in the old school onesies? Yeah. I need the one that comes like all the way to the front. So it's like flap. When I take the um the clips off, the flap <laughs> reveals my dick and my butt. Oh, a like a front, front flap and a back flap. Yeah. yeah all the way around. How, do we have a time on that? So it's a minute and 19 seconds and, and he's already mentioned his dick. <laughs> This is what this is the nature of our podcast. Welcome to Heart of Soft, everybody. Hi, Amy. Hi, how you guys? Hi, April. Hi, Tom. Hi, in Orlando. We're good. Yeah, I didn't even need to enter you. I should have just started just letting you all talk about your dicks all the <laughs> It's him. He can't stop. And he's been overshadowing mine because mine's is straight and his does this weird curve thing. It's like it has way more personality than me. So I have to overdo it on the podcast to try to like make up. I have to compensate. You're overcompensating. Do you guys whip your dicks out on the show and you, do you compare and contrast? Like, how's your dick today? How's my dick today? He um, does. <laughs> we actually have a whole segment where we call uh, what made your dick hard this week and we just talk about like what's one story that's exciting that happened this week that you want to tell like tell us and every week is like yeah you know me and my girl we went on a vacation and I was on shrooms and I rubbed her foot and it was great and then I'll be like yeah I had a foursome yesterday I had a foursome next day I have a foursome next weekend I have mad foursomes prepared and like that's the dynamic. He's, yeah. He's like Dick Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got to force someone this hand. I got to force someone this hand. He's like, all right, bro. Thanks, man. This podcast is going to be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> I know. It already started great. Before we even were recording, it was off to a great start. Talking mm-hmm. about sandwiches and sex. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, have you guys... I'm sitting here eating... Uh, I had a fish, and I made some grits, and I was like, has anybody ever 
eaten while he was having sex before? It'd be hard like, with the grits, though, because you spoon it out. Depending on the positioning, how would you spoon it in? I was telling Orlando that the first person who actually gave me head in life, I had no idea that you can put your dick in somebody's mouth. Like, I had no idea that was a thing, right? I was, like, just doing the in and out thing for Mad Law in my first years of sex. And then somebody put it in their mouth. And what her thing was to actually tell me to continue doing whatever I'm doing while she sucks my shit. So, like, I had spaghetti one day, and she's, like, under the table, and I, like, put the plate on her head. And I'm, like, spinning the spaghetti in my pork, and I'm, like, eating it, and she's just going off. So the spaghetti's, like, moving. I'm just, like, because it's kind of hard to, it's difficult. Let's not say hard, because Orlando gets weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult to eat and chew and get your dick sucked at the same time. Was she saying something to you, like, I want to suck your spaghetti and meatballs? Um, Oh, oh, oh. That would have been smart. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been hard for that one. It's got to be a little bit more raunchy, but yeah, that was cute. Oh, okay. Were right. you able to focus on both at the same time, like the dick sucking and the food, or was it like one no, or the other? Nah, yeah, I have to put the food down. Oh, okay. I have to, it's just no, you know, I can watch television, though, and because it's not a... You know, I'm just looking at it. And then every once in a while, if I'm really into the show, I'll just let out a good, like, oh, you know, just to, you know, for morale. <laughs> but, yeah, chewing and digesting, no, it doesn't, it's not a thing, I don't think. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have done it, and I, I can't say that it would help my focus. When my I have ADD sex, is too much. I yeah. was going to say, I have to focus. I have and to plus, focus. I, I'm yeah. very audible. I, I do a lot of, you know, audible noises, so I w- mm. that would get in the way. Mm. It's yeah. like the food's coming out of my mouth while I'm trying to make my O face. Yeah. Mm. I Ooh. love audible. That's a really <laughs> think- nice word. I think the last time I've ever like had sex or have something sexual happen while I was eating, I told this girl that I wanted to do like, I don't know, I think I called it like lifestyle sex where I'm just like walking around the house doing things regularly as I, as if she's not even there. And then whenever I stop, she's like, just go and give me head. So I would, I would walk around. I think I got like some ice cream or something in a bowl and I'm standing up like watching TV and she's just giving me head like as I'm eating, standing, watching TV. And I will go around the house like doing different things. And she would just give me head like whenever I'd stop until I get. It could be a great way to get your partner to do chores. Be like, every time you do the dishes, (laughs) I'm going to get down on my knees and suck your cock. Okay, (laughs) just for real. Every time you pick up that vacuum cleaner, I promise you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great Talk about energy. inspiration. My, yeah. my house would be clean as hell right now if that was the case. <laughs> that sounds like things that you do on vacation, though. Like, let's just walk around and have sex while we, like, do things. But not at home. Have you ever brushed your teeth while fucking? I mean, everybody's done that. I don't think I have done that. I realize my multitasking with sex is not very on point compared to the questions you're asking. Now <laughs> I feel like I have some new objectives now. Have you ever done a cartwheel while having sex? Yeah. No, but I have done some upside down shit that's been pretty cool, like handstand, because I, you know, I was a gymnast. You were a gymnast, that's true. So headstand, handstand. Anyway, we should start the actual podcast. Although this we is could, the actual podcast, I, it is the actual podcast. But we have some questions. Well, let's start with the the one question that we all. Can you tell our listeners how it did hard or soft podcast start? Like where? How did you get to this point in talking about your curved dick and your not so curved dick and the food that you eat while you're having sex and all the things? Well, I'm a podcaster. Um, I have another podcast called So Shameless, and Orlando was working for me at the time for, on So Shameless. Um, and on So Shameless, we got a sponsor um, from Erotic Boudoir. It's a sex, a black sex uh, company, and they sent me a box of sex toys for men. 
But I I really don't use sex toys for men. Like I didn't know what to do with them. So I wound up giving one to Orlando. It was during COVID, it was during the whole, you know, pandemic in America. And um I opened up Instagram, which everybody seemed to be on Instagram. And Orlando's on Instagram using the sex toy with a comment section full of women. Now me, I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? So he wasn't actually showing the meat, but he was showing the toy as it was working. (laughs) Right. He was like, yeah, he had his finger in the potato for, you know, just (laughs) right. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, this is disgusting. I can't believe it. Oh my God. And I stopped. And as I'm talking, I read the comments and they're like, oh, show us more. This is amazing. We love you. And I'm just like, they like this. Women like this. And my mind got to spinning about, you know, as a matter of fact, you guys had a, a guest last week, uh, Fabiona. Um, uh, Fabian. 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 Yeah, Fabian. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that her, I might use the clip from you guys' podcast this week on our show because she's so right when talking about how men are in this new space now where we really have to, like, catch up to women now, especially because of the Me Too movement, especially because we aren't emotionally aware about anything, um, especially because we don't explore at all. And we have to know the right way and we have to be able to free ourselves from the history of just being in this cage. And I thought that Heart of Soft would be a great way to do it. So we came up with it. Orlando, start, oh, Orlando tell your part, I guess. I don't know. Can you keep the dicks to a minimum? I mean, like, pardon me. Only like, or don't. To, to, Whatever you to, want. To add on to that story, yes, that happened. And I also started my OnlyFans January 1st, 2020. And the toy that Tahoe gifted me for Christmas was my first toy. And I got, like, such a good response from it that I said, okay, then my OnlyFans is going to be about me making men more comfortable, aware, and educated about male sex toys. Tahoe sees that and he's like, yo, you're really jerking your dick on the internet. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yo, we should start a podcast because you seem like so comfortable where we could talk about all these things for men um, as far as sex, but you're way more transparent about it. So it'd be a great dynamic. And it was an idea and our personalities just meshed perfectly. And I was jerking my dick off on the internet and he was old and horny. One thing that I realized, Orlando has gone full fledged porn star now. He has now been hired into the, by a huge company in the porn world. He is like doing orgies and foursomes and BDSM. And, and I'm more relationship sexy. Like I'm still like, you know, I we do these sex parties and stuff and I'll just be there with my girl and we like exploring and having fun. But it's more relationshipy. Whereas Orlando is just on a whole nother plane with his mm-hmm. exploration. And I realize that that's kind of a, another aspect of our show. You have the regular guy like me who's, you know, just wants to be in a relationship and have his wild sex and keep the sex life going in a relationship. Because we all know that once you get married, it, it kind of like just, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And I want to get married and I want mm-hmm. us to keep that life and keep that energy. But then you have Orlando who is 
doing handstands on his dick th- throughout the world. <laughs> Hell yeah. And so mm-hmm. those are two different dynamics as well. Well, that's, mm-hmm. we love your mission because your mission is, and that this is the juxtaposition between the both of you and what you represent is beautiful because you represent a large majority of a lot of cis men out there, a lot yes. of hetero cis men. So this is great. And your mission is to encourage men to release the old traditional ideas of yes. sex. So yeah. can we dive a little bit deeper into this piece and what are some of the old traditional things that we're talking about? Just in case someone out there is like, am I old and traditional? And then why is it helpful for folks to release those ideas and those paradigms? Okay. Everything is gay. <laughs> I knew you was That's... going there. I knew this was going to butt play. I knew it. I'm just like, I started shifting in my seat. I'm like, he's going to mention butt play. It's fine. Oh and the thing is, God. I'm 46 years old. <laughs> I'm 46, so I'm from that era where everything is gay. Go ahead, oh, talk about it. <laughs> yes, but I, I say it to say that obviously the opposite, that everything is not gay. And the way I view it is I'm already naked in front of this person. I'm already as exposed as I could be. Why would I want to please this person? Why would I want um, as much pleasure out of this but limit myself and limit my body? Like explore your whole body. And I've um, come to find that There are erogenous zones on my body that I guess the average male that would think that everything is like kind of sus or kind of gay or I don't really want to do that. That's what gets me harder than if I were to get oral sex or if we were just kissing. Um, And I feel like a lot of men are limiting themselves and limiting all the things that they can explore within their own pleasures. And when they do that, they get kind of like frustrated or they have like a one way of thinking when it comes to sex and then it affects the way you get pleased and it affects how you please your partner and we can all have like a much better pleasure experience if we were to explore more and stop limiting ourselves by thinking that this is gay or this is not what a man should do or this is only what a woman should do to a man or a man should do to a woman and things like that and even stop limiting yourself like within your relationship (laughs) explore with more people if that's what your partner wants or if that's what you feel a little bit more comfortable with and i'm not saying that you should do it and because that's only what your partner wants but you don't want to live with that what if or those limitations on your life because it just builds up like this sexual frustration and there's so much different ways to please yourself or to be pleased in the world. But there's so much For more me, I can go on with this. But go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I know. Trust me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, uh. He's like, and then... <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's like ego for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I have a big ego. And I think that a lot of things with men and males or people with penises or people that were born men or whatever, the masculine, hetero, cis, hetero world is that we have this thing about control. And I like to feed my ego. But one thing that feeds my ego is pleasing my woman pleasing my lady, pleasing my partner. And I've been in this bubble my whole life where all my only tool was either my mouth or my penis. Those are my only tools with sex. And our podcast kind of lets us see how many different ways that that you can please your woman and please yourself with sex. And you build this whole, like me and my lady have this whole sexual world. Like, we have a world of sex, and it's not all penetration. There is talk, 
anticipation. The foreplay is different. Um, the floggers, the sex toys, the vibrators, you know, and men have historically been at war with vibrators. <laughs> totally. I used to kick my baby mama's vibrator out the bed like it was a cat. <laughs> Get out of here. What is it doing under the pillow? What have you been doing with this thing? <laughs> and now I realize it's my friend and I can use it and to help. And that experience will ultimately be linked back to me not the vibrate if i learn how to use it and i learn her body like that that experience comes back to me not the vibrator thank god for the work you're doing over there because yeah. <laughs> we talk about all of this stuff all the time but where it's coming from women yeah and i think that a lot of men cis men you know all, all people of all genders and all all bits they appreciate what we have to say and i wonder how many men really need to hear it from other men or how many penis owners need to hear it from other penis owners all right, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our carefully chosen sponsors like Flex, who make products we love. Are you tired of harsh tampoons or stinky pads when you're mensing? Well, look no further because Flex makes period products that are easy to use, body safe, and made for all day comfort. I love the Flex reusable disc. Cups are very difficult for me to wear, but the Flex reusable disc isn't a cup. It's made from ultra soft silicone and it's super easy to insert and remove. You can wear it for up to 12 hours and since it's reusable mother nature will be slapping you a high five every month plus you'll never worry about that dreaded tampoon strength dangling between your legs ever again i've been a huge fan of the cup for years and flex makes my absolute favorite it's the only cup on the market that uses a patented pull tab that makes it as easy to remove as a tampon so it's perfect even for beginners so say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. With Flex, you can do it all. Go to flexfits.com shameless and use code shameless for 20% off Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup, plus free shipping in the U.S. That's code shameless to save on Flex at flexfits.com shameless. Kiss those tampons goodbye and get yourself Flex Fits. And now back to the show. You're actually saying these things that we're over here, you know, as people who generally just sleep with, with penises, have sex with penises. You know, I love hearing men say this. Yeah. It's really refreshing. I feel really supported. Uh, I don't feel like a crazy person. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and not that I have lately, but I think when I was younger and I was desiring more of that, you know, more full body touch beyond just penetration, not just like a mouth and and a cock. And and, and craving view people that were sexually adventurous, you know, a man who'd be like, yeah, please lick my ass maybe stick that thing in my ass that sounds great mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i'm not saying that everyone needs to be these things but it's just is super refreshing to see two men that are very sexually active in in different ways mm -hmm. that are are preaching this and i yeah i just love that and let's let's, yeah. let's get the elephant out the room we're black as well yeah and i just think about the effect of um violence in our communities toward people in the lgbt community um towards women and the thing is it's the it's that masculine thing is like your ego is like if, if you take my manhood i have to do something to you to take it back and there's this like stigma that's connected to sex and it's definitely connected to the asshole i'm sorry mm -hmm. something about the asshole scares men it just i don't know what it is i keep asking he's like oh you like a finger that's kind of gay it's like uh it the fingernail definitely belongs to a, a vagina owner 
as you say. So mm-hmm. how is it gay? I like when she does it. You know, I don't fantasize about a guy with it. And even if then, what's the problem with that? You know, so we like breaking down all of those ideas um, on the podcast. Yeah. And it's really opened our world. Yeah, to even go even further, it really opened my world because I definitely learned how to eat vagina from the podcast. And that's the one that's one of the things I'll always stick by with this podcast. And to go even further, because, um, yeah, we talk about sex and our exploration, but we always talk about like love, relationships and accountability. And one one of the questions that um, Tahoe posed when episode was so great is like, what do we get out of sex? And just from conversation, we learned that when men speak about sex, we come from like a conquering point of view. Like, yeah, I got her. Yeah, I got her. I got these women over here. But we never really, like, break down, like, how sex makes us feel. Like, what about sex makes us want to keep having it? Like, we never have those transparent um, conversations. And then we also have this thing called, like, a feelings wheel. Where, like, men, we know five emotions. Happy, angry, sad, excited, and probably horny. And like the feeling wheel, like helps. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling wheel, like helps break it down into like more brackets. Like, okay, you feel jealous, but is is, or you feel angry, but is angry like frustration, or like what are you getting the resentment. frustration from? Mm-hmm. Resentment, like it breaks it down. And it's, even I've been able to use it myself um, when it's come to like feelings with me and my sub, and the difference between like and feelings with like me and my girlfriend. So it's like it's more than just like, hey be better at sex and respect the people in the LGBT community. It's like, hey, understand your feelings and why you feel this way. Understand, like, why you want to pursue this woman and her feelings matter just as much as yours and so much more. So wait, Orlando, did Tahoe, basically, by giving you a sex toy, did he open your Pandora's box of, like, now you have a sub <laughs> and you have you have all of these? I was like, because I don't know if you were, quote-unquote, like, more subdued before you, your sex toy experience. I don't, and you don't have to talk about it but it sounds like 2020 was good for you oh 2020 was amazing i i I, i'm I'm sorry for how everybody else like um went about their 2020 but 2020 for me was like really a transitional life-changing moment where i was always ahead of the curve with like Oh, knowing Jesus, come on. He's not, <laughs> he, he does about that on purpose. Don't, don't, yes, oh, don't that, please don't let him fool you. He's doing this on purpose. Go ahead. Man. I'll see it coming in the conversation. It's like, I, I can't stop saying it. I have to say ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah, I've just been like ahead of the curve, ahead of the trend with like um, exploring and stuff like that. But with Tahoe, like giving me the sex toy and me going, you know what? I'm really going to like take, look. I looked at it and was like, you know what? I'm going to take this step and record myself with this sex toy. And then we start the podcast and it's like, okay, I have all these stories from the past, but I have now a platform to talk about it. I can't just stop now. It's like, I got to explore more now. Now I I know know more people in the lifestyle or in the kink community and no more people in porn or OnlyFans. It's like, oh my gosh, this it's it's like the Pandora's box has been open. And I do have Tahoe to thank as far as like with the sex toy and the podcast. And yes, I, I feel like a kid in the candy store. And Tahoe, you're still not into using toys for your penis. You like them in partnership, but you're kind of, that's why you were giving them all to Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to be clear here. <laughs> I'm, you know, I think that not having um, mental limitations doesn't mean that you have to do things. You know what I mean? Like, I like my hand. I have an intimate relationship with my hand. We've been in a relationship for, I want to say, 24 years, 34 years. Yeah, 34 years. Me and my hand have been in this really intimate relationship. And I respect our bond. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to replace it. I don't want to add on to it. This is something that it's to the death. And I don't really need the other things that, and honestly, I've tried them. They're not for me, but we've put other people on that love them. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that's just great for them. And everybody has their own thing. Like I said, Orlando loves doing all this other stuff. Like, look at this. Okay. I would I would never do this. Oh, he's oh, showing wow. us a picture of Orlando holding up two cock, but vibrators. <laughs> he's shirtless. He's definitely naked. And that's a hot photo. I mean, you both uh-huh. are extremely Those good are two looking. different vibrators? And they're two different. They look like two different. Or is it, or is it cock so, shaped right. vibrators? Is it a double so dildo? Let me, explain, let me explain what's going on. Right? <laughs> We're going to so, have to show people this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you back. I wouldn't gonna, oh, do you're, this. You're going to tell a story next, right after this. So basically what happened is we we have this toy called addiction and it's basically like a strap that goes over your head and it's a you you put <laughs> oh my gosh there's a dick that ends up on your chin and so as a woman is like as you're giving oral you have an insertion and you can just lick mm-hmm. the clit now so you're fucking her at the same time with her so chin smart. basically so yes smart. so now i also have a dp toy where it's just like a, a strap on for a male penis where now, as we're having sex, one I can be in her vaginally, and the toy could be in her anally, or vice versa. And eating her pussy at the same time. Yeah, so what I did was, I took the DP toy and put it on the chin strap, ended up having two... <laughs> oh my gosh. That's genius. Two dicks no, on that's my chin. so smart. No, it is genius. I love genius. that. Because I've had genius. two separate toys inside at the same time before. And sometimes yes. one plops out and the other one plops out mm-hmm. while getting my pussy eaten. And yes. and it's not as comfortable. I didn't actually realize, and I'm in the sex toy industry for how many years now? Forever. And I didn't know because I need to shop around more. I need to have more conversations with you both about <laughs> this. I've thought of so yeah. many different things. With I've thought of so many different things and how to be innovative with like so many different toys. We need toys. to talk. We need to talk more. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna He's a good him. test bunny over there. He's yeah. trying all the things. Exactly. He's not just thinking. He's doing. Oh, that's the thing. So specifically with that, that was for my sub, and she went through a double vaginal. So I took both toys and did a double vag while licking on her clit. It was beautiful. This is fascinating. I want to mm-hmm. be a fly on the wall in your world over there. I'm also kind of a pervert, mm-hmm. so that's cool. But <laughs> I like watching. <laughs> Speaking of flying, right? So Tahoe, don't, don't let Tahoe. Oh fool my you. Jesus! Come He's on. gotten into toys um, since starting the podcast, and his favorite story to tell is about the prostate toy that he used for the first time. Ooh, do tell! It's not my favorite. It's his favorite to hear. <laughs> Because I had a somewhat embarrassing moment. So the thing is, is that one of the things that got me into the exploration thing is that my lady, she, you know, we were using condoms and she tells me I'm at her house one day and she's like, go in the drawer right there and get a a condom. And the drawer is like this big, right? It's not like a, it's, it's, you know, a two foot long drawer. And I open the drawer and there's at least 20 dildos in there and vibrators and all of these different sex toys, chains and whips. And I'm just like, this is when I first met her. We're like a month, two months in. And I'm like, okay, let's fight or flight. You know, let's fight or flight. And I joined in and we started using all of these toys. We had the conversation about her eating my ass and finger popping. (laughs) No, not fisting. Not fisting, not just yet. We'll talk about that in a second, though. Is finger popping just when you insert a finger while you're getting a head, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I thought that was a rusty trombone. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's all I think about with that. But honestly, I do like the rusty trombone. Mm-hmm. Right, I good. must say, it's it's a favorite move. Classic. Of, you know, I love it. Um, but she was like, yo, I think, did she buy that for me? Or did um, Iwata Boudoir just you send it? it. They Boudoir. sent me a prostate massager that I think vibrates. And so, you know, in the spirit of exploration, me and my girl, we used it. I put it in. And we're having sex. But I didn't realize that when... (laughs) I didn't realize that when you orgasm as a man, you tend to clench your butt. And so when I orgasm, the prostate massager flew across the room. I squeezed it out. I was like... You have some strong pelvic floor muscles. I... And it's that... And it's like... I just heard it like hit the floor across the room. And Orlando loves to hear that damn story because how embarrassing of a moment is that? You have to go pick it up. Did it feel like you were pooping too when it happened? You're like, oh God, did I poop myself? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I did though. I'm not sure, but I don't think I would tell it on this podcast. Shit does happen. Uh, Have y'all ever shitted during sex? Like, no, no, I've definitely I've farted on a a tongue before, though. I definitely had a tongue toot. A tongue toot. A a tongue in the asshole, and a little. I definitely (laughs) ate too much food and then had anal, and there was a lot of of um, gases byproducts on the cock when it came oh up. the byproducts where I was like there's a shit dick we gotta yeah. do something go go shower I, yeah, I've like had that corn. happen too we were like um that's too much oh no corn no, <laughs> yeah, no, corn. no corn I usually have a strict uh, no no eating for at least six to eight hours really? before anal I, because I don't like to deal with shit I'm a germaphobe God, so mm. yeah you have to have a pretty fast metabolism you know, for that to go through that quickly if you I mean it's I don't know then. I don't Can know. Can I tell y'all a story that I've never told? I'm not sure if I told Orlando this before. Ooh, tell him. So there's a girl that I was having sex with, and I was having sex with her raw, but the other guy was, this is years ago, he was using a condom. So it was two of us on her. And um, he got out. I think he was getting head at the time, and he, he, like, left. So I'm having sex with her, and I, like, felt something, like, in her vagina. And... <laughs> I like pull my dick out and there's like a piece of a condom on the tip of my dick. Was <laughs> like it this shit must have condom? broke? Yeah, yes. okay. This shit must oh, have broke. Shit. <laughs> and he didn't. I guess that's why he left because he was like, "Oh shit, it broke" or whatever, and it was literally on the tip of my dick. Oh, oh, no. This yeah. is a fact. This is an absolute true story. It's I thought fact. you were going to say there's a piece of corn or something. I, w- I was, too. I was like, uh-oh, where is this going? But oh, God. That's actually, that's kind of, that, that kind of sucks. It's kind of worse, right? Yeah. yeah. I was disgusted yeah. for a second, but then she. Yeah, it's a bummer. That, yeah. we, we fucked for another three or four hours, so it wasn't that oh, bad. Oh, you got over that really quickly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you, yeah. That's some All stamina. Right, moving on. <laughs> Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. UberLube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to, UberLube. UberLube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. 
Uber Lube is without a doubt my favorite lube, and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com, use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by OMGS.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real Volvo owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. I have a question about, so our listeners love advice and tips. So whatever you want to speak to, right? But you, your specialty is men. So what are your tips for being a great lover? What do you think? Should they get some, some corn? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see if I can give one tip. All right. So, so many things keep happening because I live this wild, crazy life, right? So I'll give one that's like I can remember recently. Um, so we have a TikTok in this video. Uh, we, I spoke about this before, but this specific clip and video went viral recently. A pillow is very important and essential, just like a sex toy, because it helps with your angles. The vagina is already angled. <laughs> yes, get your pillow, Tahoe. So the vagina is already <laughs> angled towards a woman's back. So if you're going inside, you kind of are feeling like the top of her vagina. Now, if you put a pillow under her hips, it raises her vagina up more, but you're going to be at an angle to where you can hit the top of her vagina easier than if she was just flat on her back. So now when you go into the you enter the vaginal opening, you angle more upwards, you're hitting the outer areas of the vagina, which is important because unlike men, we get our pleasure from our shaft being stimulated, being pulled back and pushed up and on the head. But women, they get their stimulation from the um, outer areas on their vagina. So if you're stimulating that with the clit being swollen to make the vaginal canal even smaller and tighter, rubbing on the outside of it brings her more pleasure. And that's why having a pillow under her hip, raising her up, going in at an angle that rubs on the outside of her vagina. Don't poke it. Don't like don't go perpendicular, but hit it at uh -uh. an angle so it grooves. It helps me because my, my dick is curved. So once I go in, oh, yes. we knew yes. it was going there. Yes. We knew it. Yeah. We were waiting yes. for it. Said, was that four? There it is. Was that five? Yeah. Everybody was the waiting. curve count. I <laughs> so, um, <laughs> perp count. Yeah. So if you if you understand that that's how the vaginal canal works, you can become a much better pleaser to your partner. Mm -hmm. 
I like that. Well said. Can you tell them about Tahoe? Oh, yeah. Well, our listeners don't know, no, but as Orlando was saying this, Tahoe's over here actually kind of demoing what he was saying. So he was mm-hmm. getting a pillow out and then he was kind of thrusting his hips up. <laughs> I was cry laughing. I'm like wiping tears away because it was hilarious. <laughs> like, Tahoe, damn it. We're trying to learn something over here. Fuck. <laughs> no, little visual. Just trying to give a little visual. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have two things that I want to say uh, about that. One is more physical and one is less physical. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've learned from Orlando and from the sex experts that we have on the show, because we often have people come on the show and they demonstrate a lot of things. We've had squirters come on the show. We've had BDSM on the show. We've had we've tied people up to uh, wooden boards and used a sex machine. And we've had a lady use her feet to jerk off a man on the show. So, you know, and then we put all of these things on our OnlyFans, just all of the background stuff. We put it on our OnlyFans of the show. But one of the things that I learned on the show is the importance, especially for men, of patience and not touching the vagina as quick as you might normally do. Use your voice. Use your hands. Give commands. The idea of anticipation for women with sex really builds up their sexual energy. So... Even coming close to the vagina, um, whether it's your breath or going around it with your hands, but not actually touching the clitoris yet, like brushing against it, um, using blindfolds or hoods um, and the, the idea of whisper and sound and how that builds up their anticipation um, does things for women. I remember one time and I told, I've spoken about this uh, where I was doing these things and my her vagina was dripping before I even touched it. Like it was literally Talk about it. dripping before I even got anywhere near it. And I didn't I'd never done anything like that before. So you gotta think about it. If it was my first time doing it and it worked so well, her waiting for me to get to the point where I would insert was driving her crazy. That's just one of the things that I've learned on the show. Another thing that I learned is, you know, I like anal um, penetration into my lady. Thank God she does, too. That's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) In the idea of double penetration, um, before I got the double dick that Orlando um, and I both uh, acquired from Erotic Boudoir. The same um, one? You're sharing? Yes, we share it. Yeah. Yes. Nice. No, we, we both have one. We I don't know. share it. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are good friends. I could totally see him like, yo, can I borrow that? Because he does <laughs> things like that. But one thing that we did, me and my lady did, in the spirit of double penetration is I put her leg up on my shoulder as she's laying on her back. And I held, so I basically held that leg with my hand um, and I entered into her anally. But then I took two fingers, your gun fingers, you know, if you're using your imagination. And while I'm hitting her in the ass, I'm tagging her with the two fingers in her vagina at the same time. So that position allows you to do it, fellas, where it doesn't fuck up your stroke. You're able, you're actually able to like counter your dick fingers, dick fingers, dick fingers, where it feels like it's two um, sphincters or phallic symbols up in there, her body. Mm-hmm. Wait, and it, wait, can I ask you it's something? Very orgasmic. Can I ask you something? Yes. When you're in her anally, right, and you put your fingers in her vaginally, right, you ever rub your own dick? Yeah. Do the th- yes. <laughs> do the, do the like. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's kind of like I'm jerking myself off. But to realize I had to get off my own dick and focus on the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, mission yeah. at hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like jerking yourself off while fucking her. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder about that when I watch porn and the guy in the ass always like gets soft. I'm like, does he feel the other dick and it's like turning like weird? That's probably what it is. Yeah. Are you talking about during a DP? Yes. Yeah. When there's like two of them in there and one is in the vagina and one's in the ass. I always wonder like why the guy on the ass always gets soft. When the ass opens up though, it's not as tight as it once was. And so it's less like, you know, constricting around. I've seen that happen with not even with DP situations, but like because the ass once it relaxes, it's not all gripping around it. So it's getting getting less of that. So I mean, yeah, I I don't know what do you have to say over there. Maybe someone getting in their head too. You you could be right. They that that one of the penis owners could be like, I'm getting in my head about this. Yeah. I think it feels I might too be good. He's dick. fucking yeah. me. Yeah. He's fucking me too. Or, <laughs> or someone could get off to that. They'd be like, that's even hotter. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, that's good. I have a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about the word vulva? Because I keep hearing the word vagina, even when we're talking about clitoris and things like that. Do you like the word vulva? Do you ever use it? No. Um, I don't use vulva, but it's it's so interesting because I was thinking about it a few days how I think that men would be more attracted to like exploring with sex if we had our own terminologies also so instead of saying like sex toys or stuff like that i was just like all right fellas we got to come up with a name i'll i'll say attachments or like i have a friend he was like yeah he just names the sex toys like different weapons it makes them feel better and so i think that's why i don't say yeah 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 that's the double chin strap uh, (laughs) exactly i feel like that's why I don't use Volvo or most men might not. But I think we we should have our own terminologies as men and it would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to say is that I think one of the things about me, I'm not as educated about sex as, say, Amy is. I am a learner. I'm learning as I go. And so I try not to come off preachy because um, men really don't want to hear that from like the preachy right so i kind of share my experiences and i learn from orlando and i learn from the sex person on the show so the reason i said that is because i don't really know all of the proper uh, terminologies for things but as i learn them i try to use them so listening to your show I've never said penis owner before, but listening to your show. I love that you show, do, though. Oh, Thank yay. you for doing right. that. That's beautiful. I realize that this is something that is inclusive of everybody, and I say, okay, somebody that's in the sex world, to give back to it is to actually try to, to say the things that matter and that, you know, that include people in this. And that, as a heterosexual, cisgendered black man, would most likely be appreciated by our listeners, you know, the people that's been here for a long time and welcome us, welcoming us into their world. So vulva to that is going to have to be something that I'm going to have what to... What I'll say about vulva, by the way, when Orlando was saying, I was like, sounds like Volvo. You know, it's a weird... We it's a pussy weird, more, I feel like, and, than vulva. And here's the other thing. If someone were going down, I mean, like, hey, can I touch your vulva? I'd be like, that's not really that sexy to me right now. It sounds like a medical <laughs> terminology, you know, right? And same with vagina, though. Like, if I'm having sex with someone, they talk about my vagina. I, It's not what I would use in a sexual term. It's what I use for like anatomy, you know. My Just internal. same with penis. See, I don't say penis I'm not like, during I wanna, sex. Can I suck your penis I'm like, right I want your now? Cock your or, penis is yeah. so hard right now. It sounds like I'm teaching a class. So what do you like to hear? I would say, you know, I say pussy. I'm a pussy girl. I'm all about pussy. And, you know, mm. so if it comes to sex, it's pussy. But if, if I'm talking about anatomy and I'm talking and, and I'm not saying you need to do this. I'm just was curious how people feel about it, because I know some people when they hear vulva. They either have never heard of it or, or they're they think like, you're saying Volvo. Yeah, that's weird, what happens with some of my friends. Like, why do you keep saying Volvo? <laughs> and I and I'm I like, use 
let's no, let's and not I go use there. the term pussy to describe everything from internal and external unless I'm trying to get more clear on something with someone that I might or be you like, say mm. bits I say bits is more universal right. when I'm talking about genitals in general I don't ever mm. say cunt I say dick cock I love pussy, cock, yeah my mom's so proud vag <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. my box so wait the vulva is basically the entrance just the, all right? external. external. So it's clitoris, the labia majora, labia minora. So it's all the external bits. And when you go inside, that's vagina. So that's the vaginal canal. And embryologically mm-hmm. speaking, the inside, the vaginal canal is the same tissue as the shaft of your cock. It's, it's the same mm-hmm. tissue in, when we are in, the, and we are in utero. Um, and then we, we grow in different ways. boners. Exactly. And then the, the clitoris mm-hmm. is the same tissue as the head of your clitoris. I'm sorry, your, <laughs> not your clitoris, your, your cock, the head of your cock. My man clit. Your man clit. And then we, you know, we have foreskin just like you have foreskin and most, a lot of foreskin has been cut off, but you know, it's, it's the same tissue. So they're the same parts just put in different places. And I think I have yeah. a curved clitoris really because Ooh, you and Orlando is more curved. under. So I think it's like you and Tahoe are similar and Orlando and I are similar. I get you Tahoe. Because we Whoa. had a, a sexological <laughs> body worker work on us. And she looks at me, the body, the, well, the sexological body worker did her, her session with me and she's like, wow. The way your clitoris is positioned, you're DTF, right? And I was like, yeah, that's true, because I've been humping out like stuffed animals since I was five. <laughs> so, yes, I am. I didn't realize I was down to fuck when I was. And then she looked at young. mine and she's like, wow, your clitoris is like its own world. It's like over a Rubik's there. Cube. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's quite complicated. Complex um, <laughs> Not the complex yeah. clit. <laughs> Let me, can I tell y'all something? I was just sitting here thinking, you know, very rarely do I think that uh, the universe or God made a mistake. For one, I started thinking that the G spot, I was like, why is it up there? Like, because men are simple. Like, we don't get things, right? So how the hell are we? Mine goes straight. I'm going to the back because that's where it's supposed to go. I don't realize that it's up there. And when I complicate, when I think about how complex that thought is, I realize that men really don't understand the women's body. Now, we're similar in so many different ways, but I didn't know that, that we had the same tissue here or the same this or that the clitoris works in the same way that the, you know, penis does in certain ways. And I'm like, OK, one of the things that God could have done was like make us like a butterfly, or like a caterpillar. Like maybe we should have came out as women first and then became men so that we oh. understood your body. <laughs> So that later on, like, we kind of knew how to touch y'all and knew how things work mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the idea of communication for men isn't really listening. Mm. Like, the men on, you know, we, like, we tell and we do things. And, oh, she doesn't understand. She's difficult. You know, oh, oh, you know, it works for everybody else. And we don't realize that women are, like, completely different from us in certain ways. And they're held back because men don't listen. Mm. Historically, men don't listen. And so we've been hitting the back and the cervix. And I'm hitting the cervix like, does that feel good? And I'm pounding into that. She's like, does it feel good? And she's like, ah! Well, but Tahoe, the thing is, though, this is the fucked up slash beautiful thing about humans. I've hooked Mm -hmm. up with women. I don't even know sometimes what the fuck I'm doing down there. And I am one because all of us are so complex and different. And each fucking person comes with their own set of different pleasure stimulation techniques. And and so even if you were born with a a vagina at some point in your life and then you came out of your caterpillar cocoon and and became your (laughs) penis owning self, you still might not know what the fuck to do down there because someone's G spot might be a little bit more this way. They might have a tilted uterus. Their cervix might not feel comfortable to get hit or you could not stimulate them in the way 
that you thought. So that's why communication and asking questions and talking to your partner and all these techniques are good, but asking if if this is what they like as well. And sometimes mm. they might love something. They might love their, their, uh, uh, this, their ass fucked. And sometimes they might be like, no, I am not into that right now. I just want gentle vulva rub. Yes. Well, yes. and one thing I'll, I'll say too, just on a little bit of a sex educator note is technically we kind of all did start out as XX chromosomes, also known as mm. vulva owning women, but you didn't have, we didn't have vulvas, but I believe in utero up to eight weeks, we're all XX chromosomes. And then so some we're all people, women, Technically, because it's like it's the default. <laughs> We're all XX, and then some folks get a testosterone or hormonal wash where they grow, they go, go XY. And there's also other variations that are not just XX and XY, but. And it's just an example of like we all kind of started the same and we're the default and you guys just copying us basically. Good. So, <laughs> um, okay. On that note, we have to end the show. No, so. I don't want to. <laughs> um, but we don't. But we want our listeners to find out how they can listen to you. You have multiple offerings. I know we can see Orlando using sex toys online. You have your podcast, Harder Soft Podcast. You also have another podcast. Just tell us. So shameless all. too. I, know, so, I love that name. So shameless. Isn't that crazy? Yes. yes. I found a photo of you wearing. I think a hat that says so shameless it's like they have to i'm be like he's perfect and then we yeah <laughs> anyway that's yeah. a side note so how can they stalk you find you listen to you be with you forever okay sit tight because there's a lot because we have a lot going on we're not a regular podcast we're a whole brand hard or oh my soul god pod <laughs> from- <laughs> he's so embarrassing he's so embarrassing <laughs> I love it. He, he, no, he totally is like he's like the april i i swear to you like the salesperson we <laughs> both like- have curved genitals too so yeah, right? exactly. this is all meant to be there's always the theatrics with the curved people okay so <laughs> it's harder so pod on instagram and twitter you can go on our patreon where we give you bonus content at, content at patreon.com backslash harder soft pod and we are a podcast with an OnlyFans where we make our own content live as we're recording. And you can also see me on there using sex toys or <laughs> having fun with other people that have OnlyFans and stuff like that. And that's OnlyFans.com backslash hard or soft. And if you're ever in New York or any city that we're throwing a play party, you can hit us up, follow us, and you will see where we will be bringing a play party to you we also have a youtube where you can watch the podcast live um Mm -hmm. and on our patreon we have the discord as well as you guys have a discord um and the discord normally they watch us record live and so there's a whole community there you guys actually have a like speed dating event coming right yes well it might be shifting the direct we're getting a lot of signups from women and not from men and so that's becoming an issue so yo listen We have the issue, too. Even in the play party space, when we that thing will be like 50 women and like seven men. And it's like, yo, as safe as we want it for women, they want dick. Like (laughs) they want dick. And it's hard because men don't find it. And that's the whole thing with the podcast in itself. Men are not comfortable with exploration and we're held back by what we think other people are thinking, which is why Orlando is doing amazing work with posting himself with two dicks on his chin because, you know, he's like, yo, I'm one of y'all. It's okay to work with two dicks on your chin, you know? And and I support him with that. Um, One day, maybe I'll try to get into something crazy. All right, Tahoe does it all right. But you can find me online, Tahoe underscore TV. That's T-A-H-O-E underscore TV. Also, I have another podcast, and we talk about urban cultural issues in the black community um, called So Shameless Podcast. And Heart of Soft and So Shameless are on all streaming sites, YouTube and Twitter. 
and Instagram. And you can find me at WH underscore O-R-L-A-N-D-O-R-O-Y-E on Instagram and or Twitter. And you'll find me with dicks on my chin or getting massage from my sub or just working out. Following if you put now. that dick on your chin on Instagram, they're snatching that page again. I'm telling you that right now. That would, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to be careful. You have to put they, something over it and then maybe link it to they something don't, They don't else, like the sex on the Instagram. <laughs> no, they don't oh even like gosh. the word sex. They're like, mm-hmm. now, uh, now. Well, I really want to just give you both props for the work that you're doing Thank and you. for sharing your love and, and all of your information with our listeners because Shima Sex folks out there listening, these guys are fucking radical. So go check them out. The Harder Soft podcast as well as so shameless i i want to listen to so shameless now i did see your picture before it amy was like look at this guy i was like yeah so shameless <laughs> i was like damn it we should have tm'd that one we can't have the word shameless though we just can't we own the shameless, shameless sex yes we do own so shameless, shameless sex, sex. But that's, that's it uh yeah well we'll have to do more work with you guys in the future because you were absolutely so much fun so thank you and uh to all of our shameless sex listeners out there thank you for tuning in and i'm just gonna give you a bit of an invitation hey yeah you could go to discord and check us out or you could go ahead and give us five stars right now on itunes to help more people find amazing humans like orlando and tahoe and amy the sexpert of the year and april you know i'm here oh i'm not gonna rhyme because i'm (laughs) shitty at that all right with that being said just like me it's just like oh my god we love each and every one of you so much thank you for being part of the shameless sex revolution we'll see you next tuesday ciao for meow want to learn more go to shamelesssex.com and for 15 percent off of some of our favorite sex toys use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com